good evening, or it could be good morning, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. We are back. It is the two brown babies back. Back in the, his house. Yes. James. Yes, Paul. How you doing? I'm doing quite all right. So what's going on in your life? Let's see. Um. Well, I'm glad that you would ask. I have throughout this week been enjoying the delightful samplings of Cattleman's Bakery section. I have purchased a gorgeous, decadent, and just so dangerous strawberry shortcake. This thing is layered with strawberries, cake, and icing, and it's just amazing. And now, unfortunately, I think Cattleman's is only located in our great state of Michigan, so you're not going to be able to sample such artistically and tastistically. Yeah, that, 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 sh- that should be a word. Yeah. Yes. Rich food. For those that live in Michigan and are listening to this fine uh, show, Cattleman's is located in Centerline and also in Taylor. You can go- use your Google machine to find exactly where Cattleman's is. So we endorse Cattleman's. I love good meats, too. Yes. They have the um, cuts of animal products. I'm not sure. Yeah. We can, can, can can we associate them with that? The, no, as I a don't. copyrighted phrase. Yes, so. I don't think we can say that. Um, Our Arby's could sue us. Yes, not yes. that they'll be listening to this show. <laughs> I mean, they could, but that'd be great if they did. Fantastic. So, we're a pop culture show. Hmm. What's been going on? Uh, well, um, given the fact that we have uh, been slow to release episodes, a lot has been going on. Oh, yeah. A lot. You know, there's, there's, there's quite a bit that has been released. And, um, so, yeah. Is that so, Webhead? Oh, well, uh, yeah. That, that came out. That, 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 that splendid little movie was released. It, it made a few hundred dollars, I think. Yeah, a few hundred dollars, yes. Uh, quite a bit of money. All right, for those that have been living under a rock or from a different multiverse, we saw Spider-Man. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. I'm a big fan of villains and evil people in general that are fictional, not real people, um, but fictional bad people. And let me tell you, I pay homage to William Dafoe. He was sinister. He was vicious. Um, he may have some co-co-co-co-coring uh, mental health disabilities, but uh, you know what? It was okay with me. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, m- mental health is all right. I mean, best if you're a villain. So, you know. Um, yes. Uh, so, for... You can hear the scoffs. It's only because my brother wants to be a counselor and listen to people who have multiple personalities and has a carnage in their head or something. You know, one of those things. Or Batman. I mean, technically Bruce Wayne is a sycophant. He's a psycho. I mean, he has multiple personalities. I mean, Bruce Wayne by day, Batman by night. Or maybe he's always Batman. You just never know, depending on the multiverse. But, no, I'm sorry. Um... 
Brother Jade, what, what, what do you have to say here? I mean, the, while, yes, I am taking classes in regards to a counseling program, it's also given your current and past work a bit uh, uh, indelicate for you to say what you have to say. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. Yes. Okay, for people that have experiencing mental health barriers, I really encourage you to look up different mental health uh, resources that are out there. Talk to somebody. Talk to a counselor. Get help. But now that we talk about a fictional person known as Norman Osborne, he had two personalities. He had Norman and he had Green Goblin. But really was he just Norman and just Green Goblin just kind of was an excuse to be uh, a very bad person. So one of the things that I found most interesting was that Peter Parker in Spider-Man he had to face the consequences. Actions have consequences. Oh, you want people to forget your name. You mess with a spell. Bam! You're messing with the multiverse. Um, I, I thought that they did a great job rehabilitating Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is one of the uh, best actors in the world. And a fantastic comedian. Not sure about a singer, but people dig him. Uh, I thought he was very good um, as a lecturer. I thought he was just refreshing, good. Uh, Alfred Molina, he was really good at that. What, what, what did uh, Jamie Foxx sing? What? Uh, he has a few songs. I mean, R and B. I mean, for folks that are into R and B, so I mean, I mean, maybe one song. I mean, he does that. He does have a few albums, but really, for people that are maybe um, younger, he also got to start in Living Color with Shanene and a few other folks. So. Yes, so Jamie Foxx is uh, quite an eclectic uh, individual. So check out Jamie Foxx. Well, I saw one of his stand-ups. I, it, it wasn't a good one for me. Like, his entire persona just seemed, I'm a sexy black man. I make jokes. That's pretty good. You know, just, he, Jamie Foxx reminds me of um, your best friend. He may have the same face and stuff, you know. But, I mean, that guy, I'm going to give a shout-out. His name is Deshaun. He loves cars. Cars are good. You get to drive them. So, kudos to you, Deshaun. Um, in any case, what's your opinion of Spider-Man? Because you are a Spider-Man aficionado. What was your visceral, what was your gut reaction? I mean, I, I had a lot of gut reactions, you know. Um, um, Jamie Foxx, you know, wasn't the worst part of the movie. But, you know, like, um, I, I you know that, that Miles Morales tease, like, hey, man, you help all the poor folk, and, and, and you're from... Queens, I just thought you'd be black. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, we're gonna get Miles Morales or someone. Now the question is, cause cause Sony did into the fighters were so like, are we gonna get that Miles Morales and into the MCU? Or is there gonna be different Miles Morales? How are they gonna do it? I mean, they they got so many options. I mean, folks were saying that the MCU was dead after Endgame, and and in the MCU and fighting were like, hold my beer, and it's like, all right, we're we're, we're gonna open this sucker up, and you're what? gonna see. What Kevin Feige did, Kevin Feige literally has like a 15-inch long. And he just pulled it out and said, boom, hold this, hold this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a fire of Marvel stuff because I am Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, you are a genius. Oh, I want to say something. My brother got me a gift uh, highlighting the Marvel series. Can't wait to open it. Oh, let me. Uh, oh. 
Yes. So Spider Man. The um that was because of the pandemic. I haven't been able to see a lot of movies. I mean, the movies I saw last year was um, Black Widow, Eternals, uh, Spider-Man, Fast and the Furious, and I think that was it. So I'm somebody that may have, in the past, gone to about 12 or 13 movies a year, maybe even more. But um, yeah, I think you saw Ghostbusters, right? I did see Ghostbusters. I saw Ghost. That was an amazing show. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice callback. It was very touching. So, for those that did not see it, um, it really was about Egon Spengler as far as just his commitment to uh, the paranormal activities. Um, it was obviously took past took place in the future, and it was just a touching moment as far as family. First, the Ghostbusters family, a disjointed family. They kind of gave up on Egon. And they said, oh, you can go onto a farm and you can um, kind of look after Gozer. And, and that's what Egon was trying to do. And, and, but in that, he lost connections with his daughter. And, but was able to come full circle. Right, so I really think, I really enjoyed the movie. The end was just so touching when they were trying to get um, uh, Gozer. And it was looking good, by the way. Um, but Egon came back as a petrol ghost and it was just so touching that he was able to say his goodbyes and it was just a really well done film i enjoyed it kudos 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 to the ghostbusters team um what, what were your your thoughts on ghostbusters well i mean for me it's i was just taken aback by the concept that egon was saying things to his colleagues who are aware of and accept the existence of ghosts that made them say, oh, this, this guy is off his rocker. He's, 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 I don't know. He, so they, he, they, they weren't on board with what he was saying. And I was like, what exactly? Were, what, like, were, were you like doing a Billy Mays pitch where you're like, your tone or delivery was just too intense? Like, what, I mean, it's just like, he, he, he kind of just sounded like he had lost it. Like, you guys fight ghosts. What, 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 what's, what's your threshold? Like, what, what is this nonsense? Well, I just, I just found that pretty interesting. Um, I, you know, didn't grow up on the originals, so they're, you know, you know, because a lot of people just didn't like the, um, the reboot. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I, I enjoyed the film. You know, it's like I. But, you know, it's just going into things blind, it, it helps you. Because I, I remember that uh, I really liked Jonah Hex, and having read No Jonah Hex. And I enjoyed Constantine, having not read Constantine. But then it's like, like I'm kind of not sure how to feel about this uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible, but it's a, it, it, it's a mixed bag. It's interesting. Now, I'm watching, speaking of Heartbreak, I know we really we're a, a pop culture type of um, channel. So I want, we're watching currently the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going to tell you, the Green Bay Packers are about to choke again! Unbelievable! Every time you believe in that idiot known as the Green Bay Packers, they choke. Real bad. Relax, relax. 
and I grew up a 49ers fan, but there is, you got just choked it up, choked it up, choked. <sighs> that was oh. your 2004 Madden team, or was that the Steelers? It was. I mean, oh. uh, I'm going to take this moment to say, uh, rest in peace, John Madden, a true pop culture icon. I remember uh, playing Madden um, for many, many years, uh, playing with my, um, my friend Chris Laird, um, Ken Thomas back in college. I was a true gamer. I mean, nobody could defeat me when I was good. Um, I haven't played in a long time because you have to have actual time to invest. So kudos to Madden. Madden uh, will permeate and be in the conscious of um, people for a long, long time. So rest in peace, John Madden. Rest in peace. Um, related to that, watch the wonderful Netflix documentary on that went to the history of gaming. What was it called? High Score? Because the, the, the Madden, that, that was one of the games they talked about and the, how it went. From an idea, and the guy had like a train ride with John Madden, just going through the brass tacks of, uh, of well, just the whole kit and caboodle, you know. <laughs> um, we're talking about dumpster fires. I like to talk, take a moment before I get back. We get back to Spider Man. We uh, on HBO Match. We saw The Matrix. God, that was a horrible film. And that's all we have to say. I mean, I. Don't know why they wanted to make another one. It had nothing to do with the past ones other than, oh, it's Neo. And you wanted to make some money. Well, that was the worst crap ever. I just did not enjoy the film at all. Now, I understand what they were trying to get at. But, um, a true disappointment. A true disappointment. Speaking of disappointments, we are 20, 13 seconds left. The Green Bay Packers screwing it up again. Screwing it up again. Well, it's tied, right? Well, they're good. about to screw this up. Oh, that's an idiots. Green Bay. That's an idiot. They're screwing it up again. If I have to see San Francisco versus uh, Kansas City in the uh, Super Bowl again, holy moly. <laughs> or might get Kansas, might get San Francisco versus Cincinnati. That would be fun. Oh, that's a choke artist. Oh, man. Oh, man. Choke artist city. Green Bay Packers. Boo. Okay. Um, Back to what I... I, I would like games you to respond about any pop culture um, shows that you have I've seen. Uh, I mean, let's see. It's really old news, but I recently finished the second and final season of... Uh, Altered Carbon, so I thought that was a pretty, you know, neat show. I mean, the, for the first season, you know, it, it's like um, a detective noir kind of investigation, but, you know, with futuristic tech backdrop, and it, it's just like a really interesting narrative that they go through, you know, detective work and unraveling the personal dramas of the, the characters involved, and it all comes to a very, you know, satisfying uh, end at the end of season one that like I really appreciate it, it was just I, I, I hadn't seen television like that in a while and so it just it worked for me the second season not so much but I mean I think a lot of shows suffer from not being able to you know recapture the the magic of a good first season combined with the fact that you know those are transitionary seasons that just you know they're, they're, they're the Iron Man twos of a show 
where and I- they've done it. <laughs> San Francisco's won. San Francisco's won. Green Bay Packers have chucked it up again. They've done it again. Now relax. Get choked! Get choked! You choked! You choked! Go home, Aaron Rodgers! Go home! Choked it up again! Complete and total loser! Loser! You lost on your home field! Couldn't even score 14 points. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I wanted, I picked San Francisco, but that's not the point. You suck. God. God. Aaron Rodgers, you're like Fredo. And Green Bay is like, uh... <laughs> Mr. Colleon, and give you the kiss of death. You're breaking my heart. Hey, Mike Fadinis, if you're listening, your Packers just lost. Ah! Mike Fadinis is a brilliant police officer out of hand traveling, and he is a heartbroken, very heartbroken Packers fan. Ha! You couldn't even score 14 points! Football is hard. Yeah, I gotta score 14 points! Unbelievable! Ah. <laughs> Alright, now that we have talked about that dumpster fire, uh, you're talking about Alter Carbon. Uh, yes, and. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that the, the second season was transitional. A lot like Iron Man 2. And so you can't really appreciate what they did with season 2 because there's no season 3 coming. But still, you know, it was it, it kind of the ending, you know, of 2 felt a lot like the ending of 1 in certain respects. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. But overall, I, I would recommend that you give Altered Carbon a shot. You know, if you're looking for something to, to binge watch on Netflix, um... You know, and you're into sci-fi, and you know it. It, it kind of feels like um, uh, Westworld. You know, I, I kept thinking about like, what what would the crossover between these two shows be like? So, it's, it's you know, questioning of reality and philosophical interplays. There's there's a whole lot going on. Altered Carbon, good stuff. Bees knees, bees knees. Oh, and the yeah. So Matrix. I I didn't dislike it as much as my brother did. Like. I, I remember saying to him, I have no idea where this is going because I was expecting a trilogy. And it's like, well, you've already, you know, because, I mean, I, I couldn't see them just trying to free the minds of everybody again because then it's like, well, what's the point of doing this? You already did that. So I, I felt like they were going to go somewhere different, like maybe because you, you're now working with sentience. So it's like maybe creating even further divide between the machines as the machines try to become more human. And start envying the humans, and then maybe trying to undo the blotted out sun that the humans did in the war of the machines. Like that, that have been interesting, but we'll we'll never we'll never say never because I mean, Matrix Resurrections kind of came out of nowhere itself, so it's possible they'll revisit the will no more 
uh, Keanu Reeves thing, or I mean, no more sequels. I mean, eh, eh, it could go the the Star Wars seven, eight, and nine, where they just kind of course correct with the second one, and then oh crap, we have to course correct. So, so it would would be a dumpster fire. So we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Speaking so. of dumpster fire again. The Packers, every year, they choke it up. Every year they choke it up. You think they're going to be good, and you think you could get a good Super Bowl of the Chiefs and the Packers, and we could get Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl again. All right, so um, speaking of Netflix, I had the privilege of watching a movie called Tick, Tick, Boom. If you like musicals, you should definitely watch this film because it really kind of spoke to me as far as uh, never giving up, um, failure. Sometimes we do fail, but we have to give up. Now, this is based on a true, um, true story as far as the creator of Rent and um, how he didn't give up on his dreams, how he wrote and he um, created a masterpiece. So I truly, truly enjoyed the film. I watched a um, movie with Mike and Linda, um, the Roger Houskies, and... Um, it was uh, very good. It was the first time that they um, had, um, they just got a smart TV. Me and um, Brian Wojciechowski, my, my best buddy, shout out to you, my, Brian Wojciechowski. I was able to go over to um, uh, Mike and Linda's house and I was able to kind of comfortable with Netflix. And uh, it's funny, they, they only had like the basic channel, so the first time they really had Netflix. And one of the things that was quite funny is just a kind of anecdotal because how nice they are. They said, I don't, Linda said, I don't want to have anything that would cause me to sin. So that means no pornos. Okay. Netflix does not have any pornos. But in any case, um, fantastic, fantastic um, movie. Uh, The musicals were good. The songs, the acting. um, I just really enjoyed the film. So, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, the the lead uh, person was Andrew Garfield, who was in Spider Man. So again, I guess I want to kind of test more to um, Spider Man. Doctor Strange was really good in the film. Uh, just it was a different take. It was good. He was the master of mysticism. You found out that he is not actually the um, Sorcerer Supreme. That went to Wong. So, um, it was quite interesting. He got it on a technicality. Technicality. <laughs> technicality. So, uh, but, you know, when you tamper with magic, things can happen. And you tamper with time. And this is the second time, um, Dr. Strange has tampered with time. Time and fate. So, it's quite interesting. Um. So, the, the, the looping in... Inside of the Dormammu's dimension, I feel like that's like gonna be removed, you know, from you know, because that's a place like a separate pocket dimension, right? You know, what I mean, so I, I don't think that's gonna be too much of a problem, and you know, and you know, he viewed the future, but did he like change the future, or just like just like he just because he he just hoped that things would go down that one, that one and twenty one and one. Oh wait, that, that's a, that's a different thing. Oh, we're talking about the Undertaker. Rest in peace. You know who's resting in peace? The Packers. The Packers. You hear that, my Fidelis? The Packers. The Packers are resting in peace. Rest in peace. Oh. Oh. 
never be forgotten. Do you remember Kamala? He's resting in peace. God rest your soul. So are the Packers. So are the Packers. Oh, the choke artist. Uh, choke you. Lose on your home field. I understand the Titans losing. They have that bum Tannehill. But Aaron Rodgers, you're supposed to be the MVP. This is why you're a choke artist. You're a cheerleader. You're, and you deserve to lose athlete, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I don't want to. I mean, you lied to the whole public. I'm vaccinated. Matthew did not say you're immunized, but it turned out you were not vaccinated at all. So it's all karma, my friend. Go screw yourself, Aaron Rodgers. Goodbye. <laughs> yes, suck. All right. Speaking of things that did not suck, Spider Man. I, I really enjoy Spider Man. Um, I thought that Aunt May, Melissa Tomei, was fantastic. Uh, she was quite good. Her death was amazing. Just like the death of the Packers. Hear that, Mike Fidelis? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes. It, it should go without saying. Um, if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, we will be going over key elements of the plot and narrative that will reveal things that will um, be... <clears throat> what is the word? Kids can say. Uh, spoilers. So... Spoiler warning, spoiler warning, Aunt May died. Yes, and you know how she died? Because she wanted to rehabilitate Norman Osborn. And what a Norm- and, and, but the way she died, she took the goblin glider like a pro. You didn't even know that she, I mean, she didn't know that she was dying, but her death was just so impactful. And she, um, she dropped those, world, those, those gentle pearls of wisdom. Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. And it was just so touching. It was so good because he died so gracefully. She, she finished it! She finished the, um, the line of great power comes great responsibility. Yes, finish it! Um, but yeah, William Dafoe was just a bad, bad unredeemable man. Now, I had a problem with some of it. Let's cure the bad people of their um, their ailments. I mean, you can't cure evilness. Um, and their powers are gifted. So then, what are we going to do? <laughs> when yeah, that one's a joke. You're like, I fell into a super collider and got sand power. I fell into a tank full of electric heroes and got powers. So th- their powers were accidents. Well, so you know, Norman was on purpose. Yes. Uh, Doc Ock was an accident, you know. Like, you know, his thing got overloaded, severing the block from the arms, controlling his mind. So, like, if, if everything had went well, he would not have been in that situation. You know? So, it, but like, accidents, accidents. Yes, we definitely have interesting accidents. Um, I, I thought that uh, Alpha Molina was super impressive. I thought that the um, one scene where you had. All the villains just talking, just a friendly banter. Uh, was fantastic as far as a lizard who I really didn't. I mean, he, he was good in this one, a lot better. Uh, had a little kind of <laughs> comedy. It was good. That's terrible. Like, uh, it, like, hey, uh, I want to turn you into dinosaurs. Like, I want to turn you into a lizard. Like, that's entire, his entire role was that. It's like, that's an improvement. That's, yes. Ouch. Yes. I mean, he was, he was improved. I mean, he was quite, quite improved. I mean, I quite enjoyed it. Um, and again, we talked about Jamie Foxx. But, again, 
Green got Williams or something, give you props. He did a power bomb. He did a power bomb on Peter Parker. I mean, he was just fantastic. I mean, and then just the ending. Oh, wait. Yes, the Tobes. Tobey Maguire. The original OG Spider-Man was there. When they came in with the portals, one of the other things, Ned, he obviously can use magic. He's like a magic uh, trainee. He's like uh, a Padawan. So, there you go. He got that nod of affirmation from uh, Doc Strange. Like, mm-hmm. you open the sling ring portal? Oh, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Good. Um, he's good. So, um, he definitely felt good. And um, MJ, uh, she was quite good. Um, who's, who's the actress? What's her name? Uh, 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 Zoe Deschanel. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. No, it's not Zoe Deschanel. Uh, no, no, no. no, no. no. Uh, 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 Zazie Betts? No, no, no. Before we play MJ... She is quite hot. She was also in Dune. Dune was a really good film. Quite good. Oh, MJ's actress is Kirsten Dunst. No, no, no. Uh, in the new Spider-Man, who's the lead actress? Oh, 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 oh okay. Um, it, 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 it's it's a, it's a one of those like mononyms like Cher, um, Kesha, um, Madonna. No, um, uh, um, it's, uh, come on. Well, once we Zendaya. 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 Zendaya is just was a fantastic, fantastic actor. She was also in The Greatest Showman, who Jackley was in it, about uh, circus people, and she was in Dune. So she's a fantastic, fantastic actress. Now, I'm not sure what she is, but she's Zendaya, and she is, she's elegant. I mean, she's like sleek, like a, you know, a sleek Ferrari. She's good. And... But it's really good. And you saw the growth because she wanted to be involved in her man, Peter Parker's life. I mean, she wanted man. to be involved. Like, you need to involve me. So she gave that sister vibe. Like, you better involve me. What you trying to do? Forget me? And so, yeah, that's good. Because that's any good woman wants to be involved in her man's life. As far as, because you're a couple, you want to have, like, a shared decision. It's quite important. Uh, 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 you, you put some sass on it, like you better involve me. Like that was the exact. I was like, she was so chill about us. But I, like you're like so. Oh, by the way, I kind of almost did a spell to make everybody forget me. I'm um, sorry, guys. Um, it's like um, and she was just like, hey, um, maybe next time involve us, you know. So it's like, yeah, but maybe she, she was so chill about it. I don't think she was that. I think that's just her demeanor. I mean, but in her in her way, she's yelling at Peter Parker, like, look, man, look, dude, you you, you gotta let you gotta let me in on this. That's time. Well, I, mean, I, I could believe that. You know, she uh, seems to have some unexplored uh, baggage, you know. So we don't know what, what Mary Jane's home life is. Because we, we've, we've met Ned's parent or uh, caregiver, but we have no idea of, you know, Mary Jane's situation. So perhaps, you know, like she's, like she's you know, said, you know, just, I'm, I'm just going to assume the worst is going to happen. That mentality came from somewhere. So, I mean, so we have, um, it's very interesting. So, at the end of the movie, you had the final uh, countdown. Final final countdown! You had um, Green Goblin, um, who was kind of gathered all the bad people at at Lady Liberty, which now has um, Steve Rogers. Shield, which was a very interesting touch. I mean, had you know, because they, yeah. they, they kind of knocked that sucker down. They did, they did. 
It did, but that was the final battle. And um, Peter Parker had to make it. I mean, he made two sacrifices. First, again, he lost his um, his Aunt May. And uh, the second one, he had to make a, a choice. I mean, first, not to kill Green Goblin. And that was... Uh, <sighs> that was interesting because Tobey Maguire, I thought, was going to die. And I wish he did die. I mean, I, I did. I, I thought Peter Parker, um, Peter Parker, uh, Tobey Maguire should have died. Because uh, that was, uh, oh, this water lady, she, she's gotten better looking. All right. So anyway, yeah. back on track. Back on track. Mm. Um, yes. In any case, I, I really thought it was a touching scene as far as just the Parkers just um, getting together. Uh, I thought that Andrew Garfield was fantastic. I actually didn't have a problem with Andrew Garfield in the in that Amazing Spider-Man uh, universe. It was just the tone. It was really too dark. My only issue was is that you, you have to introduce the Green Goblins. You just don't say, oh, my best friend and who's away. And it's like, okay, this is a comic book movie. Let's set some groundwork, please. Some ground, just some seeds, something. It's just like an end credit scene. Like, oh, hey, this is Thanos. I'll do it myself. Like, you were setting the bread crumbs. That's what you do. I mean, by that logic, then you should dislike um, Star Fox being shown because they never gave you any idea that Star Fox even existed. But at least we had it. Hypocrite! At least we had, but, but they they laid the groundwork. For, for what? What groundwork for? There was no mention of a brother of Thanos. But they mentioned the fathers. Um, when um, oh. <laughs> at least we know he had a father. So oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, I use my my professor rat's like mind reading. I guess I assume. I mean, I assume. Okay. I assume. Okay. All right. I assume. I mean, at least I I can assume. I guess. Well. What can I say? But yeah, the Star Fox, we'll talk about Eternals too, but yes. Um, but yeah, I definitely, the ending for Spider-Man, because he had to make a sacrifice. Do I, am I going to be with the woman what I, that I love, or do I save the world? Universe. He uh, opted to um, save the universe. I don't know if I can make that, that choice. If I had love, would I go with the universe, or would I opt to spend the rest of my life with my my significant other? Hmm. Well, I mean, he could have had both, but you know, he he chose, like you said, he, he double sacrificed. First, he sacrificed the, the world knowing his existence, and then he said, "I'm not going to be with with MJ, and I'm going to like move away from MJ and Ned to protect them." You know, that that would be like, I never you forget who I am, Jane. You forget who I am. You don't know who I am. That, that's an ultimate. That's an ultimate sacrifice. Wait, is that a typo, Shafter. That, yeah, it's a, uh, <laughs> obviously somebody from the Detroit public school system <laughs> was spelling on Fox Two right now. So yes, I'm sorry. Okay, we went to the Catholic school. Okay, now back to what we we're saying. Um, you make your sacrifice, and when you make your sacrifice, um, there's consequences. So Spider-Man now has to, which is great, he's going to be in New York, in the MCU, I assume, and um, 
he will be making a sacrifice. He'll have to pay for the sacrifice. What's going to happen? We do not know. Well, he'll be selling his blood plasma to afford rent. I know that much. Will he be uh, working at uh, Daily Bugle? Because now people don't know he's Peter Parker. So that could be interesting. Oh, I did enjoy J. Jonah Jameson. He was quite good. Quite enjoyable as usual. Um, but it was not a bad moment in this film. It was just quite enjoyable. I just love the beginning, too, as far as when you introduce Green Goblin and... Alfred Molina, just it was just so touching for. It was about at the end rehabilitation, choices when you do rehabilitation that not everybody can be helped. So on the practical side, what I do, I'm a case manager where I work with people that sometimes they don't want to be helped. They don't want to be helped. Um, so those are we all have our choices, and you make choices. There's going to be consequences. Um, What's your speculation? What do you think is going to happen for Spider-Man 4? What, what do you suspect? All right. Yes, let's see. Let, let, let me um, a- access my notes here. So, um, so Peter is, uh, let's assume he's going to get his GED between films because like, he didn't. Cause, I mean, that, that's, that's the confusing thing because I saw those books. So, it, I guess his school records don't exist anymore. So, has he not graduated? So there's that question. So assuming he gets that GED, you know, then he's going to want to go to college, but he doesn't have any money. Um, so I have to do community college while, you know, trying to survive. So uh, um, now we're, we're going to go in um, an order from most reasonable to um, more outlandish. So, okay. all right, reasonable things. Peter Parker has been involved with a lot of ladies. So... You know, they could introduce Marcy Kane. Marcy Kane was a... Wait a second! Wait a second! Are you? Did you take notes for this? You told me to take notes. Holy God, this man listened! This is a counselor here. He has his listening keen eyes. Go ahead. This is good. Guess what? 2022, we come prepared in this podcast. Yeah, baby! Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Hey. So, all right. So, girls that you know could be introduced in Spider-Man Four. So you've got Carly Cooper. Carly Cooper was the um um, um controversial uh, girlfriend that appeared after. One more day that ended the marriage of uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane. So she is a NYPD forensics analyst, and uh, so I'm not sure if she'll keep the same job or not. But uh, yeah, she was, you know, dated Peter for a long time during the Dan, you know, Dan Slot run. But then they broke up because, you know, it turned out that you know. She doesn't like being lied to. And when you don't tell somebody you're a superhero, that's a lie of omission. So um, that combined with the fact that her Carly's father faked his death and, you know, was involved with some hank, hinky stuff. Made, you know, she's really got an issue with, you know, honesty. So that, that that's a possibility. Bringing in Carly, we'll see what happens. Um, Deborah Whitman. Deborah Whitman was a secretary working at Empire State University when Peter Parker was a teacher assistant working on his master's. 
that's where they met. Now, she did not, you know, really have a lot of romantic contact with Peter, but she made it very clear she was into him, and they went on at least one date. But overall, she's not one of the more well-remembered uh, romantic uh, elements of Peter's narrative, but she is there. All right. Now, there's Marcy Kane. Marcy Kane was a um, a fellow teacher's assistant again at Empire State University. Now, she did not like Peter at first, and they eventually kind of got to an understanding. Now, Marcy Kane is notable because she had one of the weirdest subplots for, you know, a side character I ever read. So, at a certain point after, you know, she was introduced, you started seeing her wearing hats, wearing, like, scarves, covering her hair... And, you know, they kind of t talked about it a little bit, but, you know, they never really got into that nitty-gritty of it. And, you know, so eventually this keeps going. I'm like, holy crap, does, does Marcy have cancer? You know, like, are they going to go there? And so it keeps going, it keeps going, and then eventually, you know, she has this really dramatic, you know, reveal. Like, my hair is black! And it's like, wait, what? It's like, like, she removes the scarf, and it's like, like, you, like, I've been a blonde most of my life, but as I've gotten older, it's just started turning black, more and more black, and I just tried to cover it up, and, like, my hair isn't blonde! It's like, what? What? I think you had a conniption over that. This, 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 this is what you... That's dumb! Your, your, your big thing is, can be solved with a $20 bottle of dye? Like, what is... I mean, maybe she didn't want to spend $20. Maybe she was just poor. Who knows? I mean, uh, cheap. I, I get that, but I mean, Deadpool looks Fruit. like living cancer. He does. He does. He does. He does indeed. <laughs> cheap, frugal. Yes. Okay. Oh, who are some other choices? All right, let's see. Felicia Hardy, the black cat. Now, that's going to be a bit I active. like Felicia Hardy. We never have seen Felicia Hardy on the big screen. That would be really good. You get a nice blonde, beautiful, or maybe you can, you can just race bend if you want. I mean, whatever yeah. you want. You, yeah. you get Layla Ali or Layla Ali. Ali. Sandra Ali. Sandra Ali? Yeah, news lady. That was your No, oh, you gotta get somebody that at least a little young. I mean, maybe you can get the uh, lead actress, young actress for Blackest. She's kind of hot. Or Carolyn oh, Clifford, she's ageless. Caroline Clifford, see, yeah, see, see, like, old enough to be Peter Parker's grandmother. I mean, you want a cougar? It's not the black cat, not the black cougar. I'm trying to make a cougar or something. Cougars, nothing wrong with cougars. If you're into cougars, go for it. I mean, when I was young, like 18, 19, I did like cougars were all right. They're nice. There's something erotic about cougars. So, yes, I'm all for cougar loving, you know. Yes, cougar loving. Cougar loving. Cougar loving in the house. Uh, but, yes, I, but as we uh, digress to debauchery and just zaniness, I would think that um, see, that would be a really good introduction as far as. Well, my my um, other option would be Iceman and Firestar. He has some roommates, and that's what it is. Or you can make Jubilee, or more reasonable, you can have a Kate Bishop as a roommate, or at least in the same dorm. Cause I don't really think now they allow you to have, at least in a dorm, um, a man and another woman, because that might be have issues. But, you know, it, 
all these things can be will be interesting. And I um I think it'd be great if they did introduce their universes uh Doc Ock or maybe uh, Swarm or who would be a some nice Swarm. <laughs> yeah. Well, way, way, way to get out the beaten path there, Paul. Who would be nice some nice villains to be introduced? Besides Miles Morales would be nice. Miles Morales is a villain? That's that's yeah. interesting. Oh, yes, nice. but not so much of a Black villain. Spider Man versus White Spider Man. Oh man, that would be interesting this climate. No, it would be good just to introduce Miles Morales. Um further down the line. But who would be like some nice villains through the road galleries to introduce? Now, um, that said, um, officially, you are right, there's never been Felicia on the big screen, but I think that there was a ca- like a, a cameo of a woman in Amazing 2 when they were trying to set up the Sinister Six who was supposed to be Felicia Hardy, but I don't think it was ever officially stated. But yeah. back to your question. Alright, so, something I think won't happen I mean, well, actually, you know what? Now that they've done the multiverse, it could happen. We could get Moreland, and then we could get another Spidey team up, because Moreland's entire thing is that he and his brethren, the Inheritors, want to consume people who are powered by animal totems. So if you get your powers from an animal, then the, the Inheritors want to eat you. And for some reason, they're obsessed with the spiders. And so Spider-Verse, the comic book narrative was Peter Parker from 616, that's the the main earth of the Marvel stories, teaming up with various other spiders to stop themselves from being assassinated in mass by the Inheritors. So that would be another reason to get Toby and and Garfield back because you know they're talking about doing Amazing Three and and uh, Raimi's Four. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of goofy. That'd be a little bit too many Spider-Man movies. Oversaturation of a good thing. Um, yeah, we're getting three Batman. Mm-hmm. We are getting another Batman, but you know what? Um, technically, we are. We are getting um, Flashpoint. We're going to have Michael Keaton. This is all the same year, my friend. You're going to have Michael Keaton, and you're going to have uh, the the new Batman with um, Pattinson. Um, my dad was talking about uh, his excitement, or at least questions about, hey, has Batman come out? So it's here. It's coming out. Um, I don't know what I'm going to think about. This. And there's the third Batman, the, the, the crime noir thriller. The crime noir thriller. Is this going to be animated? No, it's like, uh, let's see, like Matt Reeves, what's this guy's name? Matt Reeves, that's the, that's the new one. That's the new one that's coming out. That's with uh, Michael, uh, that's with Pattinson. No, like that's, like, okay, hold on. Uh-huh. Yes, so that's Pattinson. So the trailer looks good. I mean, they're going to have um, Colin Farrell. He's going to, he may put on a fat suit, and he's the penguin. So that's going to be interesting. You're definitely going to see his uh, acting chops. And um, I think you have uh, Zoe Kravitz. He's going to be playing uh, Catwoman. So this will be very, very interesting. Quite interesting. Um, you know, I, I was talking about roommates, and I talked about Kate Bishop. I, I must be remiss, since we're talking about New York. Um... Hawkeye. That was quite good. That was very good. I thought that um, the, it, it grew on me. I mean, it got better as each show came. I um, thought that everything links up to the invasion of New York, which is nice. Which is good. That's a pivotal point in uh, the MCU. I thought Kate Bishop. See, it identified with Hawkeye because Hawkeye had no powers. And she felt that if Hawkeye could drop uh, launch himself off of a 
a 50-story building that she can too. So I, I just thought that I, I got it. I definitely got it. Now, okay, now Spider-Man had like a, now I'm going to get back to, but Spider-Man had an amazing cameo, and that was Daredevil. And this is the Daredevil from the Netflix series. Now, I'm not sure if it's a variant or else, but that was well done. Thank you, Kevin Feige, for whipping it out again. Say, hey, look, you want them, we got them. So, and um, <sighs> Hawkeye, I thought that the show would have been great without him, but it made it great. It was the return of Kingpin, the legendary Vincent D'Afro. Um, well, you got a big basement, lady. You do. She does have a big basement. Um, so, yes, it's quite good. <laughs> yes, but Hawkeye was Kingpin. He was quite interesting, engaging. I want to stop here. We were watching a news story about a nice uh, older lady in the city of Detroit that um, received assistance from a um, utility from a company that does repairs. I can't mention it because that would be like kind of bad. But uh, but the news person he uh, said, "Hey, the company's going to be coming back, and they they believe that um, the repairs will." Last a long time. Well, you hope it would last a long time. That's the reason why you repair something. So, so I found, we found that kind of humorous. Well, I mean, they, they can't control acts of God. This is true. Like another flood. So, fair enough. Fair enough. But um, I really enjoyed Kate Bishop. She was um really, really good. I thought that she grew on me too. Um, Hawkeye's, uh, Clint's uh, children. Really, really good. I, I thought that they were a good pivotal part. I thought his hearing loss, me working with people with disabilities, I thought it was good that he, um, there was an effect, there was consequences to him being in loud, large explosions, um, that he felt it. He, he felt it. He needed that Ben Gay. He needed that ointment. Or he, I mean, so that was super important. Super important. I, um, Thought that um, even the Lopers, I just thought the whole the whole cast was mighty. The Steve Rogers musical, um, Christmas. I mean, just it was just magical. What were your thoughts about uh, Hawkeye? Right, so it sounds like it's setting up Renner to be the replacement icy hot guy. Yeah, he, he, could, he, he could, he could, he could. Hawkeye could make could do his commercials. Yeah. Right, let's see. Well, um. Well, you know, like, I, I had no expectations, you know, like, I mean, like, Hawkeye isn't somebody I was chomping at the bit to, you know, see more content of, so, um, I just got to, you know, just in, in, enjoy just watching the whole thing expand, um, and, you know, getting swerved, like, I was certain, like, oh, it, you know, so clearly this dude that your mom is marrying isn't involved with the hinky stuff, it's like, nope, it was me, Kate, it was me, your mom all along, Oh, kudos to Vince McMahon. Oh, he's still around. It's me, Austin. It's me all along. I thought that the Swordsman was really good in the uh, in the TV show, too. Um, I just thought it was kind of like a really interesting who's done it also. Yeah. So it was just, it was interesting. Yeah, I, I like seeing Vincent D'Onfrio, you know, again. Like he's, 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 he's just, he, he was great in Daredevil. He just, you know, he, they... Great, it, it's just, you, know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't realize, you don't realize how grand the performance is, and 
and until you know you just kind of take a step back and realize everything you watch doesn't reach you that way you know mm-hmm. like you know going with Willem Dafoe Willem Dafoe was just like you know slam bam thank you man you know and 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 you know the performance that Benson has done you know it just made me realize that the guy's brilliant and he had great direction and great writing I also wondered like what would a kingpin snap look like I mean he couldn't of course survive it but if he could like what would he snap and do what, what would his snap look like so just because I just seeing I want to see him interact with other characters because he's just so cool man yes he's so cool and then I'm wondering is he a variant because he was a little bit more powerful because he ripped that door off and he was good he survived quite a bit so was he behind getting some of the super soldier serum could he be the mysterious power broker, like the actual person in, that's bankrolling um, the power broker? Who knows? Uh, I would take that to just kind of be um, the power creep that would occur when you have the money of D plus instead of Netflix, because they tried to do everything as cheap as they could, and it, you didn't see it with Daredevil because his his powers are you know you can imply it like he's hearing something that you aren't mm-hmm. a, a distant you know. A, um, he's smelling something. Like, so those are easy for you to do without showing. But, you know, hey, I'm a super-powered martial artist with a glowing hand. Yeah, we can. how do we do him without doing the hand thing? Let's just shut the hand down for half the episode. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so Iron Fist as cheap as possible. Got it. So so now, now that they can afford to, they can, you know, do a bit more of embellishment of, you know, Kingpin being, a, you know, a solid mass of muscle. That, and um, he did decapitated man with a car door when he just kept slamming the guy's head into that door so he's he's a strong dude he, he, he's yeah, a strong yeah, guy. yes he is uh, I'm, I'm interested they're gonna have an Echo series I thought Echo was good too as far as the introduction of that character now in the comics he's a mutant so are they gonna go there what's gonna happen I notice he's also an amputee so it, it's really interesting so not only do they uh, focus on people with disabilities which is fantastic for me uh, amputation but it's gonna be a future um, so I really enjoyed Hawkeye. It was pretty good. It hit um, the target for you? <laughs> it, 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 did, it did hit the target. You, and, you know, I, I guess another reason why Kingpin is good, because his arch nemesis is a lawyer. So, you know, that, that, that all works. So I'm looking forward to the future. I think on the next episode, the next episode we will have, which will be a lot sooner, we're going to talk about upcoming MCU movies and DC movies and just pop culture. Like, what are our feelings? Talking about that. Um, you have any other things that you like to talk about on this episode? Let's see. Um, I would like to talk about the um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, so if you're they're read, they're going back to the 90s X-Men series, there are going to be new episodes of that at some point. If you could do the same thing with Earth's Mightiest Heroes, I mean... That was just the most fantastic comic book world building series out there to me. They had, you know, Spider-Man was there. Um, Iron Fist and Luke Cage were there. The Fantastic Four were there. The Avengers were there. Guardians of the Galaxy were there. I mean, they had so many people in that show. Oh, my God. And it had already been established. So it's like if they just keep going, they can build upon that instead of having to do the entire thing over again, which is what they had to do with Avengers Assemble which is one of the reasons it left the sour taste in people's mouths. So, yeah, Marvel, if you guys could could bring EMH back, that would be ideal because that show was baller. Mm-hmm. That show was baller. 
Well, you know, on a future episode, this will be not next year, but it'll be um, this month, within February, because we're almost coming into We're going to explore X-Men 97, as far as what was that to us, as far as X-Men 97 and the Spider-Man episodes uh, from the 90s. So we're going to talk... Da, da, da. Spider Man. Maybe go see Morbius. I don't know. It might suck. <laughs> it might. Do you have any other final words you'd like to say to um to the people? Uh see. Um Make sure that you tell the people that matter to you that they're important. And remember to just take a step back every once in a while. Assess what's in your environment and think, eh, what can I do differently here? I agree. That's well said. I would say to uh, the same thing, echo that. Let people know you love them. Let people know that they're important. Um, it's super important. Um, love people. Make mice marble. I'm looking forward to the future. I thought Spider Man was fantastic. I thought Tick Tick Boom was great. I'm starting to watch. Um, Mandalorian was good too. Um, we got a lot of stuff in Eternals. We'll we'll deep dive onto Eternals too. So thank you for listening. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Any final words? Excelsior! Galactus is coming!